Mm. Hello and welcome back to another edition of What the Fuck Is This Book? Twilight Edition. Um, I'm Sophie Hadamio, aka The Blood from The Body, The Blood, The Michelada. I'm Natalie Cowan, aka The Michelada from The Blood. <laughs> The body, the blood, the michelada. The bloody baron. <laughs> the bloody baron. There we go. I'm the bloody baron. Ha 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 ha. Yar. Also, the bloody baron, um, from the backstory I've heard of that character in, in Harry Potter, um, he terrifies me. Yeah, he's really scary. Why would, why would they allow that ghost around children? I don't know why they let any of the Harry Potter ghosts around children. Yeah. I mean, look at nearly headless Nick. You know, I mean, he's weird, but also I think he genuinely gives a shit about those kids. I think the Bloody Baron just wants to terrify them. Yes. Um, but um, that that's talking about a better book, but I get written by a worse person than Stephanie Meyer, surprisingly crazy yes yes it's so crazy though i really want to play that video game that they just announced because that looks I really know, good so, i feel like such a dick because i'm like i'm definitely gonna buy a playstation 5 yeah well i don't know if i'll play uh, buy a playstation 5 to play it but i'll definitely you know get it for my computer i even showed my brother oh, true he, pc might be even better actually yeah um, I showed my brother and he's like, oh shit, that looks fucking good. Look at the graphics on that. He's even considering playing it. But now he also wants to play the Ooh. original Harry Potter video game that came out with the first movie. We'll see how that Ooh, goes. Oh no, it's not great. It's not great. But at the time, remember, exciting, even though it was boring. <sighs> well, because it's like, do your schoolwork. Mm -hmm. Um... Well, and then just explore the school, which was... I mean, that was fun in itself. Sorry, I'm adjusting my mic. Um, did Twilight oh, have any, like, video games that came out with it? I know there was a board game. I have no idea how you play I, it. I don't think so, because there wouldn't really be much gameplay to it, right? Like, what would you do? It's a battle royale. Wander around the, among the vampires. Wander around the woods. <laughs> yes. yes. Sulk. Ooh, maybe they'll make a Midnight Sun book where it's just Edward running across the country trying to run from his problems because that's apparently <laughs> what it's about. Through Alaska and cries. Yeah. Aww. What if it's just like a depression simulator? <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Um. So wh what are we? What are we looking at today, Natalie? What do we got? What do we got? Well, today we are doing chapters 12 through 18, <laughs> um, which is kind of a weird change in atmosphere for the book. Because um, up till now, Bella and Edward haven't really interacted all that much. No. They're kind of like, they just both exist in the same realm. Mm -hmm. um, and then they go from like, oh, okay... Um, I tolerate you to now I'm obsessed with you. And my whole life and is about you. My whole life is about you. And, um, 
I need to protect you at all costs and also be with you at all costs. Mm-hmm. Like the pro- the progression is that quickly for them. Also, um, this is this is um, a failure on my part. I'm I'm, I'm gonna admit. Um, because all of these chapters were so similar, I didn't even realize I didn't finish the reading. I thought <laughs> I was done, and I was so glad to set this aside. So I stopped at chapter 16 instead of I chapter 18. On. Because I thought, oh, 16, 18, same number for some reason. But uh, basically, from what she has told me and filled me in on, basically the same thing has happened. And not much. Yes. That's the problem with Twilight. Um, the the whole book kind of just blends into itself. Mm-hmm. Because there isn't... And it's a, the problem with the entire series. There isn't a lot going on. That's why when in New Moon, those chapters that were just like months as you turn mm-hmm. the page, that's why it was like so like awesome. Yeah. Because it was the only thing that happened. Nothing needed to be said. It's just like show the passing of time, please. Yeah, there's um. Did you ever watch Superstore? No. It's okay. It, there's um. So America Ferrera's husband in the show. He has a YouTube channel where he does barbecuing tutorials. Okay. But what what sets his barbecuing tutorial apart? Is that it shows you everything. He doesn't do the cuts. <laughs> so there's like hours of him just standing around. And that's what I feel like this is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like she didn't think to own. Like I don't care about Bella just standing around. The or crazy like thing. About what's for dinner. <laughs> the crazy thing to me is all the plot came from the parts of the book. Where Bella's like this is super boring. I hate my life. Look at these townies. They're so fucking dull. But that's where all the plot was coming from. Yeah. So it's it's just a, it's a, a little ironic. But in a Lannis Morissette way, you know? Mm-hmm. Where it's not actually ironic, but yeah. a little bit. So, yeah. Um, got, any, got any crazy stories to go along with Twilight this week? I do. I actually have um, just a couple of things that I found interesting while researching. Cool. So this week, I I was just looking up things about the movie because I was wondering about why there was such a huge shift from the first movie to the second one, like aesthetically so. Well, they, they kicked out Catherine Hardwick, which... They did. Um, they she, sure so have. when she... When Twilight first came out, um, the other movie that they had that was, like, geared towards a younger female audience was Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. Wait, what? That was the only one? That was, like, the next biggest one, yeah. And it made, it made like, $39 million in box, box office. And so they didn't think Twilight was going to be much bigger than that. They didn't really want to give it too much money, and they didn't really want to give it too much time. So they gave it to Catherine Hardwick because she had been more of like an indie darling, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. I love that movie 13 that she did. with um... Yeah, and that's why it got the cast that it did. Like, it got a lot of indie darlings. Mm-hmm. You know, Rosalie, Bella, and Edward 
all kind of come from that world. I know that that Edward was, or Robert Pattinson was in Harry Potter, but as far as his career, he hadn't really done any big movies. Yeah, but he None wasn't doing really like um, yeah, he wasn't a main character, easy or anything. He was like, I think he was in Vanity Fair before. Um, yeah. Twilight with Reese Witherspoon, but I think that was like a, it got like Oscar buzz. But he was just like a side character, so he was you know trying to be like a like a real fucking actor, like go from theater to screen, like the British actors do. Three of them were trying to become like serious actors, yeah. And so they all signed on thinking that like this wasn't going to be that big of a thing because no one said it was going to be that big of a thing. Mm-hmm. And then when it exploded, they kicked Catherine Hardwick off. I'm just kind of surprised she took the project after, you know, reading the book because she was all fucking about it. And well, she was hoping to make the movie completely Mm -hmm. different. She wanted a diverse cast. She wanted a different message. Like she wanted it to go a different way. But she kept hitting this huge roadblock called Stephanie Meyer. I kind of want to know what Catherine Hardwick's vision was. (laughs) <laughs> like I would love to um, see that she's kind of like if you read some of her interviews she's kind of like she tries to hint that it was going to be a different movie but she kept just getting no's mm-hmm. she keeps saying that she doesn't have hard feelings but I don't know like I would be really annoyed if I kept trying to make this something and they just wouldn't let me like um just for the cast, for instance. So we all know that Catherine Hardwick tried to push for the Cullens to be diverse. Since they're all adopted, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, and they would but be from different Stephanie, parts, different cultures anyway, so why... Yeah, they're no. all from different generations and different parts of the world. Like, it wouldn't make sense. Kind of like how Umbrella Academy, like how even though in the comic book they're all white, in the Netflix show, they're not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which makes sense because they're from all over the world and they're not actually related. Perfect. Well, in this one, Stephanie Meyer insisted because she was like, oh, they're all based off of real people. And I always envisioned them this way and this way, like saying like they have to be white people because I want them to be white people. And it didn't even just stop with the Cullens. Catherine Hardwick had to push for there to be any diversity in the cast like the background student characters that bella goes to school with she had to fight for them that's not to just be white people isn't that crazy Mm -hmm. i'm just like what school do you go to where it's like nothing but white kids but it's still like a lower class public school yeah well i'm just like thinking about the descriptions that were given of the students like i even said to me it sounded like she was describing a Greek girl because I was like, first thing that came to mind was a character from my big fat Greek wedding for Jessica. Mm-hmm. But for like Angela, like they just say she's like quiet and I think she's brunette and tall. Mm-hmm. And Ben, he's just tall, lanky, and pale. Yeah. And I think for Angela, I always envisioned someone Asian, but that's because I knew an Asian girl named Angela. That makes sense in a way. Does that make sense? But, I mean, <laughs> she doesn't really have a description, so I could see why you would think None that. of them really do. That's why I'm um, like, well, Ben is, well, in the movie, he's Asian, so, like, 
that's not outside of the description she gave. No. So I don't get it. But yeah, that was like a huge fight that, not a huge fight, but like something that Catherine Harder really tried to push for was like, we need more diversity in this movie. And Stephanie Meyer was like, nah, it already has Native Americans working. And then speaking of, you know, Jacob Black. So one thing that I always heard when people would try to argue like Team Jacob or Team Edward is that Jacob was just too young. He was. Which, granted, he is in the he book. is younger in the book. Like, he's 14 yeah, when we meet I, him. Yeah, I think he's, like, a year or two younger than her. Mm-hmm. I think, like, Which three in high years. school world is, is a huge difference. Because isn't Bella 17, like, at the beginning of this? And then he's... He's 14. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, three years. That's a big difference. Yeah. Especially when you're a teenager. Like, that's a huge difference. Mm-hmm. Um... And there's a reason for it. So, Taylor Lautner wasn't supposed to be Jacob the entire time. They picked him because he was, like, a younger kid and he looked like a kid. Just he like looked a like a 14-year-old. Yeah, he looked like a 14-year-old. And they picked him because when he was going to become a werewolf, he was going to, like, I don't know, age, like, five years or something. Yeah, it was a growth spurt. Like, all of them. Did, they, they and, talk ha- about and it in be, the book. like, yeah. this huge dude. Yeah. It's still weird, though, to me, because he's still a child. He's, like, he's only supposed to be I, 14 or 15. I think by, like, the end of the series, he's 16. Yeah. Pretty sure, but, like, not completely. It's so so he's still and, underage. Yeah, and so Taylor Lautner was really afraid that he was going to lose the part, and so he just got jacked. Like He just got super ripped for the movie. Um... And I mean, good for him. He got to keep the part, but it also caused a huge conf- like complex for him mm-hmm. because of how much adults and other people and women were like making him into a sex symbol when he was literally a child. And so even now he still has that complex where he doesn't like taking his shirt off. He doesn't like that people treat him like a sex object. Mm-hmm. And I mean, of course not. I think I think people give boys a lot of shit for sexualizing young young girls in movies but we don't really consider how truly terrifying like older women are in fandoms. Yeah. Like we all just think it's so cute and funny like oh yeah look at these old ladies but they're terrifying and they this leaves like lasting effects on these children that you are sexualizing like Mm -hmm. there's something wrong with you if you're sexualizing children well yeah it sounds like he has body dysmorphia now like yeah that's fucked up and well that now kind of makes sense to me like why he's kind of stayed out of the limelight since and he's just taken things here and there not so much trying to go for it anymore because jesus that's that's insane Wow. Fucking movie making is depressing. I Movie making is crazy. Like the movie making world is just crazy. I would like to think that it's gotten better since the days of like making Judy Garland take pills all day, but I don't know. 
No, it sounds pretty nonsense. fucked up still. Yeah. Okay. Um. All right. Well, thank you for that bit of Twilight trivia. It's depressing, <laughs> but you know. Sorry, I should have picked something funnier. I mean, Renee wasn't funny. Just. <laughs> I was just like, Bella, fuck you. Your mom was great. Um. Dude, fuck Bella the whole time. Like, she's just always annoying. Yeah, she is. She fucking is. Okay, mm-hmm. so uh, going into the reading, chapter 12, what happens? Uh, where do we leave off? Oh, it's the Black so, family. They d- were driving up on uh, Edward and Bella in Edward's car while they were having a discussion. And so Billy mm-hmm. Black, he saw, he saw Edward. Yes. So, um, that's where we left off. Um, and, uh, so it looks like Jacob and Billy are, uh, staying for dinner so they could watch the game with Charlie. I don't know what fucking game, but a game. I think it's a football game. Probably. Is football on Fridays? I don't know. Is this even Friday? I have no idea. I don't know. I can't tell you anything about football. This could. I just assume it's football because I feel like Charlie is a football guy. I feel like everyone in the Pacific Northwest is too. So yeah, that would that checks out. Yeah. Um. So yeah, they're um they're intermingling, um because apparently the Black family does not have a working television currently. Yes, there is broke. Yeah, and also they just want to come hang out. Billy is like Charlie's best friend. Mm-hmm. Also, um, his son, who is fourteen years old, drove him to that ha- the house of the sheriff of Forks. Uh, I mean, granted, reservation rules are different, as Jacob has pointed out, but I don't know if they actually are. I think he just says that. I think so too, because I've never heard that before. I, yeah, I think he's. I think he's just kidding. Yeah, he's like, well, here he's his friend. How else is Billy gonna get around? Mm-hmm. So it's, maybe it's an inside joke with them. Well, yeah. Um, but yeah, so Billy and Charlie are, you know, talking about football and enjoying themselves. While Jacob is like, oh hey Bella, um, what's what's cracking? How you doing? trying to um i don't think he's trying to make any moves but he's just trying to be friendly because he obviously has a crush on her i don't get it yes and also she hit on yeah. him there's an there's an elote man outside i want an elote so bad i want one so bad <laughs> can you hear it yeah. <laughs> uh, damn it oh so uh <laughs> fucking elote man I'm like losing my train of thought. Yeah, uh, so Jacob is like, "Hey, so I um, who 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 were you talking to in that car? I don't think I recognize them." And Bella's like, "Oh, oh, um, just uh, Edward Cullen." And then Jacob is like, "Oh, no wonder you wanted to hear the story, lol." <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he talks about how. Um, Billy and most of the other people at the reservation they fucking hate the Cullens like he talks more about it and like how even Charlie gets mad at Billy for being ignorant basically and not wanting to go see Carlisle as the doctor 
in the town because they're like, mm -hmm. no, they want nothing to do with him. And apparently they had a big uh, fight about it prior to Bella coming to Forks to the point like where they didn't speak for months and like this is like the first time they're actually, you know, being friendly since. Yes. So, I mean, good on Charlie. I mean, he's just trying to be a nice guy. He doesn't I mean, he doesn't know about the fucking werewolves and vampires thing. He's just like, guys, come on. They're just people. Yeah. And they're being fine. Look, look. None of these kids cause problems. Look at them. They look like they could be gap models. <laughs> He's like, so what if all the adopted children are sleeping together? That's their business. It's weird, not gonna lie, but... You know, they're not causing problems for me. It's cool. Yeah. Maybe they're social worker, but not for me. Um, but yeah, that's, that was their big thing. Um, what else happened? Hmm. Oh, um, Edward is still, like, picking Bella up for school. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're, they're basically playing 21 questions daily. Yes. And, um, for some strange reason, his answers never make her be like, Okay, goodbye forever. Even though they should? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's basically saying, Hey, be afraid of me. I am going to kill you if given the opportunity. Um... I would kill you right now! Oh, you're so funny. Mm-hmm. Ha ha ha. And, oh, so, um, during this chapter, this is the same chapter where he's like, hey, yeah, I picked you up for school and everything, and, you know, we've been hanging out, but actually, I probably shouldn't have picked you up, because, like, I'm I'm bouncing early, because I'm gonna go hunting. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he should have thought about that. Obviously, he has the foresight. He has Alice on his side, because Alice is the mm -hmm. one hunting with him. But he didn't think that one through. So I think these vampires are idiots. Yeah. Um, and so he had just gone like hunting the weekend before, right? Because like this is like the same week that the whole Port Angeles thing happened, right? Yes. And the good weather and all of that. Um, that makes me question, how often it does he need to hunt? I also have a question about the hunting. So I know that, so... Edward likes mountain lions, and Emmett likes to eat bears, right? Yes. That's like their favorite treat? Mm-hmm. That's fucking rude. There aren't that many of yeah, those. Yeah, those are both endangered animals. Why don't they eat deer? There's so many Because deer. it's not as fun for them, Natalie. They're, they don't put up a fight. I don't want you to have... To, I, what? Yeah. Um, yeah. We, we both saw the same TikTok that brought up those points. Um, yeah, it would totally make more sense for them to either hunt deer or just hunt people. As it would, you know not deplete an entire region of its animal population. 
Also, just from that, um, don't you think it makes more sense not to eat those things? Because someone's gonna notice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, I don't care if you don't even give a shit about animals. Like, you shouldn't eat those because someone's gonna be like, hey, all these bears are dying. Hey, now I think about this. This just popped into my head. So, a lot of endangered mm -hmm. animals, especially in, like, um, you know, the, what are, what are they called? The national parks. They mm -hmm. put trackers on them. Mm-hmm. What if they do, like, what if they don't actually, like, dispose of the trackers? I feel like well, that's just leading to them being found out. Maybe they want to get found out. Maybe they do. What is, like, aren't people watching the trackers and being like, why did this suddenly die? Brutally. Because I imagine it would just be a fucking torn up carcass. Yeah. Just based on what has been described as the way uh, vampires are uh, hunt, which I think we get more detail later on when we see other vampires. I'm not sure. Maybe I'm making things up. I make You're things up. Making a lot. things up again. I fill in a lot of blanks in my own mind just to make things make sense to me, okay? Mm -hmm. Because um, I don't get all the answers while reading. That's fair. Mm -hmm. <sighs> oh, uh, yeah. So he um, is—he's going hunting with Alice because um, he and Bella are going to be spending the weekend together. And apparently, he needs to hunt before doing that, even though he like doesn't have to when he sees her every day at school but okay whatever but if he's if he gets that bloodthirsty being around her then I still question why are you doing this I I don't understand why he's like I guess I should be romantically involved with you mm -hmm. then he knows how girls look at him and think about him and he knows that Bella wants him mm -hmm. he does this for I think the thrill yes so, um, we, this is also the chapter where we are specifically told Rosalie does hate Bella. Mm-hmm. Um, so, this is, this is an encounter that happened in the cafeteria before Edward's like, hey, I'm gonna leave with Alice, um, we're gonna get your car and bring it back so you're all good. Um, suddenly, Rosalie, his blonde and breathtaking sister, turned to look at me. No, not to look. To glare with dark, cold eyes. I wanted to look away, but her gaze held me until Edward broke off mid-sentence and made an angry noise under his breath. It was almost a hiss. <laughs> um, I mean, it was still a whisper, so somebody heard it. Um, is that not weird enough for people? I think that's weird. I hiss at people. Most of the town thinks they're weird. Mm -hmm. But still want to bang? Yeah. Mm. Um, I mean, I definitely... Like, as an adult, I do not understand Edward. I don't either. Especially if he's undead. Like, just leave. It just makes me think that, like... Because he was churned as 
a teenager, like he's stuck with that mindset. I mean, that would make sense because that's one of the problems with the, uh, spoiler alert, the, um... Babies. The children, yeah, the undead children or whatever they're called. Mm -hmm. It's just, they're so frustrating. Mm-hmm. Mm, oh, um, yeah, so he takes off for the evening, like, before the re end of the school day. Um... Then he meets her the next day, and they're supposed to have a day out hiking or something out in the wilderness mm -hmm. instead of going to Seattle, which would have been way cooler. Um, but he's like, it's nice weather. We need to be outside, Bella. And um, so, yeah, they go. Which makes no sense, because also, like, he shimmers. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, whatever. Oh, I guess that like makes sense, because he's going to tell her. Yeah. Hey, um, my shiny baby. Yeah, he wanted to reveal something to her. So, like, they go on this hike, and she's like, I was not prepared for this hike. And so they hike for a long while, and he's like, hey, I'm going to show you something. And then all of a sudden, he she's steps like, oh, out into the light. Finally, your dick. Um, and then that's where we get to chapter three. He reveals himself to her. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and it's, um... He's like, check out this dick! Basically, like, he... Well, he takes off his shirt, and he's just like, look at me. <laughs> look at me, I'm a monster. <laughs> also, um... It's mentioned, like, multiple times in this chapter when she's describing him. He's so tired-looking, like, his eyelids are purple. Like, yes. why hasn't social service been... So why haven't that's what, you know it's funny called? that's what i was thinking because you know how anytime it's like sunny they just disappear or like edward disappeared for a couple mm -hmm. days with um when you think they're being abused like yeah who and like i don't know about kids that are adopted but i'm pretty sure they can't fuck each other yeah no like i'm almost a hundred percent sure that's a rule Like, social services will get involved. Mm hmm That's why I don't understand why didn't they just become college students. They could have all just been college students that are not related. They were just like, we decided to, uh, you know, get and a house Why do you together. have this weird narrative? I'm fucking... Because Carlisle decided he wanted to be a doctor. And Carlisle has like a, a weird family. fetish. He fucking does. He has, like, a weird dad fetish. I don't mm -hmm. know what it is. Like, there's people that just need to be your hero. Um, okay, a few things were weird to me in this chapter. Um, most of it was Edward just standing there like, Look at me, I'm a statue that glistens. But then, as Bella is soaking that in, he decides to sit, start singing to himself. Mm -hmm. And in at that instance, girl, why didn't you try and run? Yes. That's um, some serial also, killer bullshit. Yeah. I also highlighted that um, he, when he talks about the other kids that they go to school with, he calls them children. He explicitly calls them, he's like, oh, oh, the other children here. But when he talks about Bella, who's the exact same age, he doesn't talk to her as if she's kid and i'm like that's some weird pedophile shit yeah the fucking like thing. that's when guys are like oh well you just act older you just have a, an old soul and I'm like you're a fucking pedophile like you're grooming her 
you're a pedophile. Yeah, the only description of Bella is like, she is a brand new baby bird who keeps falling out of the fucking nest because she's clumsy as fuck. And nearly breaks her face every time. Yes. I don't know how that's appealing. No. Also, um, I like your description from the podcast earlier this week where she's just um, Plank from Ed, Ed and Eddie with clothes on. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't I don't get the appeal. Yeah, if anyone that's from our uh, our other podcast, I was describing Bella mm-hmm. because she, she wears this later in the book. She wears this horrible like khaki skirt. But it's like a floor-length skirt that has no shape to it. And I was, t- I was telling Sophie that she reminds me of Plank from Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Like, that's what, the, that's what I think of her. She's about just as interesting and just as beautiful. Oh, my God. Yeah, I don't get it. Yeah, I don't get it. Oh, and then he talks about wanting... He Basically, he wants to kill all the children in the room. But then he's like, and then I wanted to kill that one woman in the office. She was just old and frail. It would have been easy. And it's just like... Oh, yeah. This is weird okay. because in the same like chapter, maybe even the same like 10 minute time span, he also uh, reveals that he is in love with her. Which makes no sense. They don't know each other. No. They haven't even I don't I don't get the progression of events. This is this is just like Boulevard Girls. All of a sudden, like they don't even know each other and then all of a sudden they well, in this book they're not going to fuck. But, you know, if they <laughs> if it was allowed, they would be. You know? She wants it. She she does. She does want it. There was always another weird thing that I was like, this book is weird. Like it definitely makes Bella out to be some type of horrible person mm-hmm. that she's like, let me have sex with you. And he's like, not before we're married. How dare you? Why would you even consider? It's like, why do you even care about the sanctity of marriage? You are so old. Like, what does marriage matter to vampires? Mm, apparently a whole lot in this Theories. That's crazy. I think so. I t- like I told you earlier, like I don't understand why all the vampires don't just bang each other all the time and just switch off. I mean, that's what they would do if this were true blood. Yeah. Those vampires. Or any other vampire novelization. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's what happens with uh, James, Laurent, and Victoria. Oh, for sure. For sure, they are all swapping spit. Yeah. Yeah. God. I mean, Stephanie Meyer would never write them that way, but they would. They fucking would. We just happen I to get like that Puritan vampires. In my being, you know? Yeah. Look at look at them. Look at how they live. <laughs> look at how they live. Yes. <laughs> Uh, you cannot tell me that you looked at Alice and you're like, that girl's 100% straight. That girl it is It makes not. no sense. She is not. She can't be. No. I don't think any of them can. No, there's no way. At least try things, you know? If you, like, I don't think live you can forever live that long. And and live forever and not try. Not have tried stuff. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean you're necessarily, you're... 
you're either, you know, straight, gay, or bi. It's whatever if you're going to be living that long. Who cares? Mm -hmm. Who cares? But um, I'm in love with the moon. Yeah. Oh, and um, this is the chapter where he's like, after he, he keeps going to kill you because I, I'm hungry. But, like, I, I care too and much. And she's like, I love that about you. And then she's, he says, and so the lamb, that line that's, um, yeah. it's, it's famous now. And, um, uh, he says, or she says, what a stupid lamb. And he says, what a sick masochistic lion. And then they had a deep quiet moment together and I want to shoot myself like oh my god oh and um, then he um, makes her piggyback ride him through the forest <laughs> and not in a fun way no it sounds awful <laughs> um, apparently you have to have your eyes closed while you do it because if you go at super fast speed you're just going to get like the spins as soon that as you're sounds horrible yeah. Yeah, I would not want that. Um, I wouldn't even want to experience that as a vampire. That sounds uncomfortable. You know? Yeah, well, you don't even like driving. Yeah, I hate that. I hate that so much. <laughs> like, I, I have nowhere to go right now, currently, but I have... Like, I know I have to leave the house in two weeks for a doctor's appointment, and I'm dreading it because I know I have to drive myself. I got nowhere else to go. Yeah. I like Richard Gere. And, well, sometimes when my anxiety was, like, really, really bad, and I couldn't drive myself, but nobody else could, I would take a fucking, like, Uber or something to an appointment. But right now, I don't want to make an option because of COVID and how do I do yeah. myself? What day is your appointment? It's on Friday the 2nd. But I, I'm trying to get it changed so it's on a Saturday. Mm. Because, um, you know, work. Yeah. Because you're a working girl now. I'm a working girl. Working. If anyone wants to know Sophie's uh, cam girl name, just let us know in the comments yeah. and we'll get that to you. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Ooh, if you can guess it, bonus points. Um, but yeah, um, she rides him through the forest. <laughs> and then we're, we're back, to, we're in chapter 14. And, um, what the fuck happens? Oh, he tells her his origin story, basically. Mm -hmm. That is probably one of the most interesting things that happened during this reading. Even though his origin yes. story kind of sucks. So, um... Yeah, the other... I want... Alice's is probably my favorite one. Yeah. I... Do you remember, um... This was a while after, like, Twilight ended. There was, like, a Twilight movie contest for short films... Yes, and the Alice one was so good. It was so good. It's on YouTube. Um, I'll try and find it. And I'll post it in the links. But it is so good. Everyone should watch it because I think it's probably the best thing to come out of the Twilight universe. I feel like with the like Twilight revival that it won't be that hard to yeah, find. Yeah, probably not. So, um, 
is there talking about how he's a music snob. Um, he said the music in the 50s was good, but it was much better than the 60s and 70s. But the mm. 80s were bearable, and that just makes me think that he is a rigid asshole. As far as music goes. And so yeah. it's Stephanie Meyer? Well, yeah. I should have told you that. I think she's just trying to make him sound fancy. Maybe. Cause like, like those people that like tell you like, oh well, I've watched all of these films. Oh, you don't even know Citizen Kane. Because like think of everything well. that came out through from the sixties and seventies, like that's like some of our greatest music mm-hmm. right there. <laughs> Bitch. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, Edward's origin story. He talks about how Carlisle found him in the midst of the Spanish influenza in Chicago and he was fucking dying. His parents were already dead at that point. And then Carlisle's like, this kid ain't got nothing to lose and decided to turn him. That's kind of fucked up of Carlisle, don't you think? I agree. Like, it would have been something like, had they like, developed a bond or whatever and he's just like i can't i can't let this kid die no he Mm -hmm. seems to be just like a random patient he's like well i know he doesn't have family left i guess i could turn him this way i can have a friend well with esme he's kind of a stalker yeah he meets her like early in her life Mm -hmm. and then just like keeps an eye on her and so after when she tries to commit suicide he's like oh i know this chick oh oh hers is really mm-hmm. depressing because like she jumped off a fucking cliff because you know she lost her child and mm-hmm. then he's like well i'm gonna save her because i don't think she actually wanted to die like that's not your call uh-huh. i don't know if someone falls off a cliff like someone throws himself off a cliff mm-hmm but it's because she wasn't quite dead when she went to the morgue. So he, he's like, this is my chance. And turned her and then made her his wife. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of things wrong with that. Like the, the woman was depressed and you took this away from her. Yeah. At least with the kids, they kind of like chose their companions. Mm-hmm. In the sense that like they could leave each other at any time. Yeah. And so, um, because Except that he did pick Rosalie for Edward and that just didn't work out. But like, that's also weird. Yeah. To me. That is fucking weird. Um, Bella, because of the way he describes how all of them got turned by Carlisle is like, oh, so like you have to be near death to become a vampire. And he's like, no, no, no. That's just what Carlisle did. He's like, you could be turned at any point now. But he, she's like, he, great, sign me up. He's just like, but um, it's because he doesn't want you to have any other choice or something. And it's just like, but why can't death be a choice? Like, you're, you're basically giving away, um, taking away people's free will there. You know, well, especially with yeah, Esme. Wouldn't you, wouldn't you be resentful? Yeah. I would th- I would think Re- Esme was resentful of that. In fact, if somebody writes a backstory about how Esme secretly fucking hates her husband and has been plotting to kill him, I would read it. Mm-hmm. 
what if Esme works for the Volteri and she's tra been trying to, you know, take him out ever since? <laughs> Ooh. We could write better books. <laughs> Let's do it. Uh -huh. Um, and then, yeah, they start talking about, well, Alice and Jasper and how Alice was basically woke up in a mental institution and she was changed into a vampire. But then her first instinct was, I need to find this man. It happened to be Jasper, who was already a vampire at that point. Well, she had dreamed about him when she was still human. Oh, well, did, did her power just become stronger as a vampire then? Yes, okay. because that's why she was in the institution. Mm. Because oh. she was clairvoyant, and her family thought she was a fucking crazy. That makes sense. Okay, and then so from there we get to learn about their powers, which I think a lot of them are fucked up. I think it's rude that some of their powers are like actual powers, and some of them are like, "Yep, you are you're good at cleaning." Mm -hmm. Okay, so and that's your power. <laughs> We know that Edward can read minds. He's good at that. Apparently, Carlisle's power is compassion, which I question. That's not a power. Mm. Also, that's not real. Esme's power is apparently um, the ability to love passionately. What does that even fucking mean? Emmett brought his strength. Okay, that's an actual power. And Rosalie, mm -hmm. her tenacity, and he, and this is a quote, or you could call it pig-headedness. And I'm just like, you fucking asshole. You're rude. Mm -hmm. You're rude. And Jasper's power is really fucking cool. He could influence the, the feelings of people around him and, like, their emotions and shit. That's uh -huh. pretty cool. And yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. And then Alice can see the future. That's fucking cool. But yeah, like, Edward can read minds. But like, what the fuck? With Rosalie and Esme, they gave him like the worst fucking power. Yeah, they were just like, she's a great mother, and the other one's a <laughs> bitch. But like, a super mega bitch. Mm -hmm. Like, a, the most epic cunt you'll ever come just across. Cuntiest cunt you've ever met. Mm hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. oh, and then uh, they start talking about vampire marriage like oh so like they're all married and shit that's crazy how does that work and he's just like well I mean they have a ceremony There's a that's it there's hmm. nothing really special about it meaning that there's probably sh shouldn't be ties but they made them anyway the only like vampire that get married like that but that's what I mean. Like, I don't understand why they would even go through it. Mm -hmm. They don't... They can't believe in any type of religion. Even though I, I know that Edward believes in heaven and hell for some reason. Yeah. And, um... Like, they don't really care about laws. They don't care about nothing. Like, they think most things are a big joke. <laughs> So, I don't know why they give a shit. I would understand getting married all the time, like, in Vegas or something, just to have fun. Mm-hmm. You know, like, every... Got married! Maybe, like, every decade, be like, ha like, doing some sort of other event, you know? Yeah. 
trying to yeah. top the one from the before that, but like in ridiculous ways. Yes. Ooh, or like make it a goal to like be married at every chapel in Vegas. Yeah, that would or be like, something. Yeah, or just like fuck with people. <laughs> yeah, I married a stranger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, and then uh, they start talking about vampire sex, and Edward's just like, this is inappropriate. This is not good. You are but a child. But, but a child at the same time, he's just like, this. but like, have you? Have you, Bella? And she's like, I told you, I've never dated anyone. I'm like five. I am but a wooden plank with the face painted on it. <laughs> And um, so then, from there, we go to the next chapter, chapter 15, which is the last chapter I read because I... Because <laughs> you gave up. I didn't even realize I gave up. I thought I had read to chapter 18 for whatever reason. <laughs> You're like, I'm so proud of myself. I fucking was. Like, I've been reading... I did it. I've been reading the other, like, horse girl erotic fictions... <laughs> book that I was reading and like I was like oh snap snap I get to fucking finish this book finally so I can move on to an actually decent book and then I wasn't <laughs> even done with Twilight oh. Ugh. I'm really excited about the next book I got on my lineup what's it called mm -hmm. those witches don't burn that just sounds like a good book that sounds pretty good yeah. actually I'll tell you how it um, is. Well, in chapter 15, Charlie comes back. Because, you know, he was things fishing. are getting serious. With yeah, he went fishing. Mm -hmm. um, and he comes back when... Not Charlie, I'm sorry, Billy. Uh, Billy comes back, and Charlie's this not there. Oh, I think you're talking about chapter 17. 15 is where they, she meets the Collins. Oh, sorry, yes, it's baseball. Not yet. They just go to the house. I actually read chapter 15. 16 and 17 I did not read. Okay. But yeah. So, um, yeah. She's, they basically have the same sort of day. He's, she gets home and Charlie came back from fishing and Charlie's like insisting that Bella's about to sneak off to go to the dance for some reason, even though she keeps insisting that she's not going to sneak off and go to the dance. Meanwhile, Edward is hiding upstairs in her bedroom and being a creep. Um, mm -hmm. And... Yeah. Um, I don't know why Charlie is convinced his daughter is up to no good. Well, I mean, I guess maybe she's suspicious because there is a strange man. She just in started her dating a boy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I could, I could see, see that. But um, yeah, she just sorry, she just got a new boyfriend, and that's what teenagers do. They go to the dance mm. and they fool around and they lie. Yeah. I mean, granted, he doesn't know about this boyfriend, but he just has a feeling she has something she's hiding. Mm hmm. And um, I mean, she doesn't she's like, leave me alone, Dad. You don't even know. Yeah. Like, she makes a point of being like, I'm going to bed early. Look. I'm being loud. I took a shower. I'm slamming the door. Good night, Dad. Bye. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, Edward just 
sleeps over and he watches her sleep like a creep. Mm hmm. Um, in no instance of uh, fantasy or, you know, real life is some watching somebody, wa having somebody watch you sleep romantic. No, it's weird. Uh -huh. That makes me think they're plotting to kill me. Mm hmm. Yeah. That's exactly what I'm doing when I watch Sophie sleep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> remember, remember that picture you took of me at Piccadilly Circus on the bus? Yeah. Oh, wait, no, that's a picture I took of you. You took a picture of me elsewhere. It was close to Piccadilly Circus. Yeah. I just... When, when we fall asleep like that, I just want to, like, shove a sock into somebody's mouth and make them suffocate. Yeah, let them die. These are my dark thoughts. But that's why I don't trust anybody watching me sleep. Mm-hmm. 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 Um... Yeah, so, um... Wait, 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 wait. Where am I? Where am I in the reading? Oh, yeah. uh, Edward is watching her sleep. He's watching her sleep. They were trying to act cute and, you know, have like a weird sleepover chat session, mm -hmm. but it's not cute because it's weird. Mm -hmm. Um, next morning, he's still there. Also, they exchange I love yous already. It's so weird. It's. I want to say the Port Angeles incident had only happened on like what? Wednesday. It was that, like, the weekend before. It wasn't even the weekend. It was, like, during the week, and this is a Saturday. Like, I want to oh say it happened God. Wednesday. He was finally back at school Thursday. On Friday, he went hunting, and then he... they went out. Mm -hmm. it, the timeline is too fast. Which doesn't make sense for me, because in a sense, like, he's a vampire. He's lived forever. He doesn't have to make it speedy. Yeah. I mean, in the sense, maybe because she's, like, aging rapidly. But whatever. Who fucking cares? Yeah. But then that makes me think, oh, he's more of a pedophile if he just wants to hurry this up if she's still that young. Mm-hmm. <sighs> and he even says, you are my life now. And I'm just like, please die. That's so weird. Like, that's so weird. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, she tried to make a joke, like... Because he was like, hey, uh, it's breakfast time. And then she just looked at him with, like, a terrified look in his in her eyes and grabbed her throat like, how dare you? You're going to eat me. And he didn't like that joke. So he doesn't even have a sense no, of humor. No, he so hurt. It's like, why would you do that? Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, my God, I'm trying to joke with you. Um, I think that would be it for me. I'd be like, oh, you're not funny i gotta bounce now yeah um can i break up with you and you'd like just not say anything because um <laughs> i don't want to die but i know your secret but i'm not gonna i'm not gonna tell anyone i just don't want to be in this relationship is that cool right. yeah um yeah what well, like he doesn't have an exit plan does he no hmm uh, yeah, anyways, that day, that Sunday, he's like, hey, you're gonna meet my family. We're gonna go to my house. And she's just like, what? No. Which, again, like, no, I'm not. I am not gonna do that. Mm -hmm. And he's like, hey, are you ever gonna introduce me to your dad? Like, we're, we're a thing now. 
She's like, maybe, like, no, maybe. And this is this is the part with with the outfit, that skirt. Oh my god. Okay, okay, I, I, I highlighted it because we had already been talking about it. <laughs> I ended up in my only skirt. Long, khaki-colored, still casual. I put on the dark blue blouse he'd once complimented. A quick glance in the mirror told me my hair was entirely impossible. So I pulled it back in a ponytail. I went downstairs. And so she goes downstairs and she's just like, how do I look, basically? And he says, you are utterly indecent. No one should look so tempting. It's not fair. And I'm just like, you just described- She looks horrible. Like, I don't- Um. The look he describes is atrocious. Well, it's either very, like, on-brand for Stephanie Meyer being Mormon, or, like, a Pentecostal Christian woman who wears <laughs> the skirts constantly because, um, I forgot. I had a friend in high school. She was a Pentecostal Christian, and I asked her why they had to wear skirts. And why they couldn't wear pants, and she said it was them being closer to God, and I didn't understand that at all. But okay. Because um, that way when the wind blows, they can feel God's love. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I don't want to make fun of, you know, mm-hmm. other people's religions, but I was just like, I thought there would be like a deeper... Uh, you know, reason. It's because women can't have rights, Sophie. It's another way to control women. Maybe. Though, I think she was trying to, like, make the point, like, it's trying to be proud of your feminine power and identity, but, like, she couldn't articulate that, maybe? Mm Mm-hmm. Because that would have made sense. Granted, we were in high school, so... Yeah, we didn't. We don't have the answers. Um. Yeah. So they go. They go to the Collins house. She's introduced to everyone except for Rosalie and Emmett because Rosalie um is upset because like, nah. it's fair. Emmett um has been trying to t- like calm her down because he's like, hey, she can't be that bad. But, um, yeah, she meets Carlisle, um, Esme. They seem bad for Emmett. Yeah. Like, Rosalie is so bent out of shape over Edward having a girlfriend. It's like, oh, so, like, would you leave Emmett for Edward if he just changed his mind one day? I don't even necessarily think... Like, what do you do? It's completely about that. Like, I think a lot of it is, even though, like, it's implied, like, oh, she was supposed to be for, um, Edward. Edward. So, like, of course she'd be jealous, but also, like, they have to think about, like, self-preservation. Like, another person knows her secret. I would be pissed, too. Yeah, that's what I always assumed it was, And but, like, with, um, Midnight Sun, she basically says, like, no, it's because Rosalie's super jealous. That's so stupid. I just isn't that dumb. I like, feel why like would you, Rosalie? Because she, you know how Stephanie Meyer said these are people she knew in real life. It just makes me think that the person mm-hmm. she based Rosalie off of is somebody she fucking hates and just wishes ill for them. You know, 
That's rude. Isn't it? Rude. Because also Rosalie has like the most fucked up backstory. Oh my god, yes. So, I mean, it would line up. But, um... Yeah, they, 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 it's just like a normal family, like, introduction. They're not weird. Though, like, Bella notices there's a fucking piano in the house, and she's just like, oh, it's a nice piano. I, I love piano. And then Edward's, and Esme's like, oh, Edward, why don't you play for Bella? And play then for it, your girlfriend. And then it gets... To me, it gets weird, like, oh, now they're having a weird romantic moment in front of the family, and the family's like, okay, bye. <laughs> we'll just leave you kids alone. Mm -hmm. It's like, um, please don't. He's already talked about murdering me many times, and you all know that he wants to eat me. Oh, um, I, I didn't even realize I highlighted this because we were talking about it. Um, because uh, um, Bella's wondering, like, what the family thinks of her. And um, she says, or he says, that they're happy to see me happy. And actually, mm -hmm. Esme wouldn't care if you had a third eye and webbed feet. All this time, she's been worried about me, afraid that there was something missing from my essential makeup. That I was too young when Carlisle changed me. So that makes me think, okay, maybe the teenage, like, personality slash hormones made me, me have stuck around. Maybe. And, you know, she's hinting at that. Well, the other kids aren't that much... Older, either. Older than him. And, and I mean, this was, what, the Spanish flu? Mm -hmm. And he was 17? He was basically an adult. Yeah. Like, you grew up real fast back then. Yeah. Not that I would have been, like... Yeah, they were already getting emotional. married at that age and shit back then. Yeah. Granny was, like, when I was 17, I don't think I could have comprehended anything. Mm-hmm. But... Um, if I was 17 for 100 years, I think I would have gotten my... Well, he was raised with different expectations, and then, you know, he's been around yeah. for so yeah. long. So he must have had a different mentality than, you know, an American teenager in the early 2000s. Yeah. <sighs> no, anyways, he keeps playing music and it's apparently so touching that Bella starts crying and then I stopped reading. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, keep, tell me, tell me what happens in the next two chapters and I'll catch up by next week. <laughs> So then um, Bella goes home and Billy comes back over. Okay. And so Billy, um, she's like, oh, well, Charlie's not here. Like, I'll let him know you came by. Thanks for coming. And he was like, oh, I'm actually not here to talk to Charlie. I'm here to talk to you. Oh. Um, you should stay away from the Cullens. They're bad. And... Bella just, like, gets really upset with him, and she's like, you don't know, you, mind your business, Billy, like, you don't know shit about me, you don't know the Cullens, how dare you. He after probably knowing, knows more about After knowing the Cullens for one afternoon, she's like, fuck you, Billy, I know you've known my family my entire life. Um, and also, like, you're an elder for this Native American group. That probably knows way more about vampires than I do, but, like, fuck off. How dare you? How dare you care about your best friend's kid? Stay out of my life. 
basically like she's already like ready to throw away Billy Black and Charlie. I'm sorry, uh, and Jacob. Yeah. Like she's already decided. Like fuck you guys. I don't need you in my life anymore. Eight town. She says boop 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 boop, just like that. Yep. Like a bonus. And uh, yeah, just like that. Um. So yeah. So she's just super. She's gone. This girl is. There's no saving her. Mm-hmm. And then she like basically tries to kick him out. She's like, "You guys gotta go. I don't care about you, and you're wrong." And like it just like makes Jacob really sad because again, he's 14 and thinks that this girl is his friend. Mm-hmm. But she used him. Because she's a terrible person. Because she's a shitty person. And then she, um, there's like this little part where Jessica's talking to her and trying to tell her, like, about oh. the dance? Yes, about the dance. And, um, how Mike kissed her at the dance. Oh. And she's super excited. Yeah. Good for them. And, like, Bella could give a. To me, that's the most interesting thing that's happened. So yeah, I think that's cute. Uh-huh. Like, okay, Mike has moved on from Bella, and he's like, okay, I'm all in for Jessica. Yeah, good for them. Exactly. So, like, and Jessica's trying to share this moment with her, who she thinks is her friend, mm-hmm. and Bella like doesn't even care. She's like, oh, that's nice, children. <laughs> I hope he had chapstick. Like, whatever. I don't know, but. <laughs> And she doesn't care. Mm-hmm. And then after that is the baseball game. Oh, okay. I mean, vampire baseball theatrically was really good. I don't remember it being that good in the book, though, but they made it a bigger scene just because they could. Because there was nothing else in the book to make fun. Yeah, they needed some sort of action moment. Yeah. That wasn't and just so- the ending. <laughs> yeah. So there's a thunderstorm coming, and so this is when the Cullens play baseball. They have to do it behind the backdrop of a thunderstorm because when they hit baseballs, it's so loud that the only thing that can hide the noise mm-hmm. is the crack of thunder. Crazy. Yeah. I mean, that's probably the coolest thing about the Collins is the baseball. Yeah. It was super fun. But when they're playing baseball, um, there's another group of vampires that hear them and decide to head over. And now we don't need them yet, but they know they're coming. Oh, so that's where you leave off? So that's where you leave off. Oh. And so finding out that there's three vampires coming towards So it's it's the the Thruple Coven that's showing up. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm prepared for this. I'm excited. Because I know they're exciting. They're a lot more exciting than the Colons for sure. Yes. Um, they're the ones that you're like, okay, I want to know more about these people. Yeah. Okay. <coughs> okay. Uh, I now I will force myself to get through the reading. So, um, so we, yeah, we ended up chapter 17. So the next chapters we will be covering, which I believe is the last episode for Twilight the book, it's going to be 18. 18- through 24 but i believe that there is a what is it like 
It's not an epilogue. What's the last? It's like an extra chapter. Mm-hmm. So it's technically 18 through 25, or 18 through the rest of the book, if you're following along. Yeah. So, yeah. I think yeah. it is called an epilogue. Is it called an epilogue? Yeah, when it's at the end of a book, it's an epilogue. Okay, so yeah. So, chapter 18 through the epilogue, and it's technically seven chapters. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna do that and end there. So next week, I will I will read the whole thing, <laughs> and then on um, just the, crying trying to finish this book. I know. I'm just gonna stress myself out with it, and then the next episode after that, we will be watching Twilight the movie, and we will have our special guest, the body, aka Paul to watch because he's never watched the twilight movies he's gonna hate it it's surprising but um my even my brother who has no interest in twilight has seen the twilight movies because of the twilight rift tracks that was made so like paul i'm surprised paul hasn't seen it in any capacity so like we'll see we'll see how he likes it I'm yeah. interested in hearing an outsider's perspective who, you know, was never into it. Mostly because I just want them to agree with me. This is terrible. Why did we like it? I don't know. I don't know. Looking back, I'm like, this sounds crazy. I, I just want to blame a lot of things on hormones, you know? Mm-hmm. But, like, it's not all hormones. I must have been into this. Well, you were also a kid. True. And I also had mental illness. <laughs> so. But you know what? You know what? I did le read a lot of more depressing books in those days. Like, I remember I was reading, like, The Virgin Suicides at the, the same, like, time mm. span around. <laughs> and that book is... That's not a terrible book. That's a fucking excellent book. If you haven't read it, you should read it, but be prepared. You will be depressed at the end, and you will, like, have the after-book melancholy that, like, lasts for months. Yes. Because it just hits that hard. Also, a very good movie. Uh, Sofia Coppola directed it. Please watch it. I'm not, yeah, making, right good. I'm, not, I'm not making money off of that movie. I just think it's really good and you would like it. Um, but yeah, so that's where we're leaving off today. Um, uh, guys, remember we uh, are a bit... You could catch us on social media. We're on Twitter, Instagram. We have a Facebook. We're usually BB Michelada on social media. But also The Body, The Blood, The Michelada on Facebook. We have a mm -hmm. Patreon if you want to support this podcast. You don't have to, but you could. It helps us. And oh, we have a Discord channel if you would like to talk about books and random things and memes and yeah. funny things and just show us stupid pictures because it would be fun. Um, if you're following along, I'd love to know your opinions. Mm -hmm. Oh, actually. Let us know what you think. We did get a few comments on stuff from last week, particularly things about um, Renee. Mm -hmm. Hold up, hold up. Let me see what the commentary was. This is from 
Instagram uh, user Teresa Bakes. Bella's mom sounds like a good time. And well, I, I commented, Bella doesn't give her enough credit, TBH, because I don't think she did. And she yeah. responded with, for real, especially since Bella is a real B. <laughs> so, she's right. She is right. She's absolutely right. Renee, well, we're both Renee and Charlie, they deserve so much more credit. They are way... They are better characters than their daughter and more well-rounded when, than we actually are, you know, know. Because it's insane getting... because they like Renee is barely mm -hmm. in it. <laughs> the her background info actually gives her some justice, and I yeah. imagine even though we do get a bit more of Charlie, um, Charlie's background in the books and in the movie, like I imagine his history is a bit more well rounded too. So maybe we'll get to that in time. So yeah. I'm glad I uh, could spread the word that Renee doesn't suck. Yeah. Justice for Renee. Justice for Renee. And um, yeah, I think we'll, we, we could end on that note. Justice for Renee. Bye. Hey, guys. Bye. Bye.